0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. They call it social distancing, a concept that some members of The Dan Patrick Show have been practicing for years. Uh, I remember this girl going, gross, get away from me. <laughs> some members of the show struggle giving people personal space. I think
1: we all need to hug as often as possible
2: yeah. during the breaks, after the show, before the show. that's no. right. Never with you, ever.
0: But with recent events, it's important to remember that The Dan Patrick Show is available with no human interaction. None. No. No. So listen on your radio. Via podcast. Or even YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. A safe place to go. Dan Patrick. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. Temporarily not working from home or the studio. Basically, what I'm saying is Dan Patrick is off today. Broadcasting from the Mercedes studios in Los Angeles. In for Dan Patrick. Uh, Hey, I want to thank you guys for filling in too. The reaction has been great. Is Jason Smith and Rob Parker.
1: Greetings and welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes. We're on a scheduled vacation. They'll be back next week. Uh, They are just taking some time off. It is all good. It is all good with myself and Rob Parker, who are really practicing social distancing here on the radio, as you're at home, I'm in the studio, only one of us is allowed to be in here. It's like, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what's that? With where they cut the heads off at the end for the people, the Highlanders, oh, and man, uh, you know, know, yeah, you and I would have to fight over control of the microphone here in studio. I
3: thought that's what they called the Yankees before they changed the name. Oh no. wow,
1: that's an. Oh, you're you're already making a reference back to like
3: 1920. I can't help it. I'm an old guy. And that's what old guys do on the radio. They make old references. <laughs> because you used to cover
1: Connie Mack, right? When you were
3: uh, exactly, he, he... I said, "What's with the suit?" But, <laughs> you know, he wanted to go with it, and it stuck.
1: <laughs> now, how is uh, how is this whole social? Because you know, usually, I see you all the time coming in odd couple of your shows right before mine here on Fox, and I see you all the time, but I haven't seen you. you've been doing the show from home. How is your like uh, social distancing? How has your quarantine
3: life been? It stinks. I mean, you know me, Jason. I'm a people's person. I like to uh, get out. I like to travel. I like to see friends and like to go to ball games. You know what I mean? I'm all about people. So this is uh, definitely uh, different. And the other thing is, you know, uh, you know, when you're a bachelor, a divorcee—is that do people still say that? <laughs>
1: I, I, I think in the '70s they said, "Are oh, you moved up fifty years?" That's exactly.
3: Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean. So it's. Uh, it's cool to have some space. I think I've cleaned the apartment like a million times. There's nothing left to clean. Uh, organized my clothes, uh, thrown out all papers. I've done everything. And, uh, you know, still got a plenty, plenty of uh, time to uh, kill. So it's, uh, it's not the greatest thing. I, I'm, I miss being the interaction with people. Of course, I go to the grocery store, post office, and the bank. But other than, you know, uh, an occasional trip, I'm basically solo. Wow, you still go to the bank? Yeah, I do. Sometimes I have wow. to go to the bank. Right. I know. You don't go to the bank at all,
1: do you? No, it's, it's just no I mean look, I'm I'm not, you know, uh the, you know at the cutting edge of technology, but I d I don't know that I've gone to the bank in a long time. Really? Yeah. Everything yeah. is just uh look, my wife does most of the banking, which, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe at some point I'm gonna wake up one day and And then she's you
3: realize go- you have no money. Yeah, right? and
1: she's gonna be gone and I'm gonna wonder what happened and I'm just gonna be in a room by myself and you know, my my hand is gonna be in a warm tub of water, I'm not gonna have a kidney either. But, uh, you know, I, I she does all the banking. We ne- hardly ever need to go. I, 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 even you know my what? dad, I, who goes to stores every day, doesn't go to the bank.
3: Yeah, you know what? Because, um, you know, I do a lot of freelance and stuff, and some of it, they send checks. They don't, it's not, you can't get it direct deposited. Not like your regular paychecks and stuff. So there's times I have to go to the bank. All right. That was just shocking. You
1: go into the bank. I didn't, I didn't think there must be no lines for you. Must be able to get right in.
3: No, there are people. You know, I mean, there are other people, not like packed or anything, but I've seen people and people going to the ATM mostly. You know what I mean? So that you don't have to pay an extra fee. So people go to the bank to go to the ATM. And uh, sometimes I do that. I don't even go see the teller. I just need to go to the ATM. But all good. And I'm ready to go on this uh, Tuesday. Dan Patrick show.
1: I, I know it's fun, isn't it? You know, we got some fun going on. We got a lot of big stuff going on today. There's new news in in for ba- basically all the major sports as far as, you know, what's next for them and what could be the next step as we try to figure out everybody's return, but what is probably the best news that we've had. We're going to start with this because it's clearly Every day, it's very difficult, right? And we're all doing our best just to get through day to day. Uh, Clearly, this is the best news that we've heard in quite a long time. As maybe you heard late last night, the NCAA is going to grant an extra year of eligibility to all student athletes in spring sports whose seasons got canceled because of the coronavirus pandemic. If you remember, uh, there was a big talk, hey, maybe they could do it for the winter sports as well, college basketball, some other sports and hockey. That did not get okayed, but... They are going to allow all the spring sports student-athletes, which is baseball, softball, tennis, golf – Track and field, lacrosse, because you know Syracuse is number one in the country. Rowing, men's volleyball, you beach had to volleyball. I got to sneak that in. I, sneak that. We're, I mean, come on, we're going to be the champs next year. We're the number one team now. We'll be going to next year as number one. I got to get the Most
3: optimistic guy I've ever heard. You, you know, no matter how bad your your teams are, Jim Beheim only won one championship in seventy years, or not? You is know, that, is you, that fact, or
1: you know, or you you say anybody can win one, and that's not true. Not anybody it is cause anybody because any, anybody would win one if that was the case. Only only one team can win a year.
3: You win one championship, that's pretty good. But there's a lot of guys who have won one championship. Uh, Judd Heathcote, Michigan State, won one. Okay. Tom Izzo, won one. Tubby Smith, one. I could go on and on and on. You can win one championship. Jim Valvano, uh, you can you can win one. It's when you win multiple that separates you from the group. That's all I'm saying. There's a lot of one-hit wonders, one-championship winning coaches so I I do believe that that anybody can win one when you win two three or more now I'm starting to look at you because the players have changed things have changed and you're still winning so I, I always look at people who win multiple championships and give them more credit
1: well, yeah, of course, you give them more credit, but the way you say anybody can win one is just like like I don't even need to be able to coach. I just roll the ball out like I'm a I'm a PE teacher in high well, in high well, school. A, Here Carmelo you go. Anthony yeah, they not go, go to
3: Syracuse. He might not have one. Well, you you don't win with without great player. Tell me a team that wins without great players. Uh, everybody I, I'll give you one. The 2004 Pistons beat the Lakers, and give me the big time star on that roster.
1: Okay, probably Chauncey Billups.
3: But he wasn't a star prior to that. It was considered a flop, had been with seven teams or six teams before the Pistons. Would you agree with that? Oh, sure. But, okay, Okay. so
1: now you want to go back before that. How far back do you want to go? 77 maybe? 78? Supersonics? you mean
3: the Supersonic. That was the other team. Okay.
1: So two times in the last, let's see, 20, 40, two times in the last 43 years a team has won without – a star, and you think that's just something that it's not like it happens every other year. That's twice in forty in 43 years. If no, something I, happened to me twice in 43 years, I would think, boy, I have a run of bad luck. Since it's only happened twice in 43 years. Yeah,
3: it doesn't happen often. But all I'm saying <laughs> is you're right. Most of the time, you do need stars. But it just seems like with the talent that's going through Syracuse, he should have won more. Would you agree
1: with that? Well, okay. You want to talk about
3: that? Sure. Yeah, okay. We okay. should have won more. All right, let's go forward. All right, no, not, let's not go back. We let's
1: were even talking forward. about lacrosse and you you were able to get I that shot in. You, I know you, I, you're like, you were waiting to get that. When can I? Okay, things to do today. When I can get on Jason about Bayheim. Let me see. Yes. Oh, first five minutes oh, of the show. Oh, Let okay. me cross that off right here. I got that. Uh, but all of these sports uh, teams are going to be able to get an extra year of eligibility for all their players. Now the NCAA is going to leave it up to each school to decide what you want to grant them as far as financial aid compared to what they receive this year, but there's not going to be scholarship restrictions. So basically teams are allowed to have their normal incoming class next year and their players that are currently playing all of these sports are going to get to continue to play next year. So there'll be bigger rosters most likely uh, you're going to... and they're going to figure things out as they go. But this clearly, Rob, is the best news we've heard that you're going to allow these kids who really didn't even get a year to play. And and for a lot of them, this is the last time they're going to get to play anything competitively. You know, their whole lives have been playing softball and playing baseball and volleyball and, and, and water polo. And you've been doing this since a young age and you've been Playing travel sports, and you've been spending every Saturday and Sunday going off to a tournament that's you know ninety minutes outside of where you live, and and it's and the whole your whole life has been built on. Hey, we got a softball game this weekend. We got a tournament this weekend. We have to make sure. And this is going to be the last time you're going to get to do that before you have to get out in the you know the real world and uh, you know and work and make a living and 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 change what your focus has been for the past few years. So I'm at least glad that that these kids are going to get one more chance to do it, even though even though they're. In sports. Look, we don't spend a lot of time talking about paying attention to. It's a big deal for this. It's, it's, it's really about colleges in general, you know, doing the right thing for these kids who miss their entire season.
3: I, I got two two uh, angles on this. Number one, finally, the NCAA, which has made so many Jason mistakes and and just the way that it's run, e- even before they canceled the tournament. Finally, uh, I, I thought that they were slow. They were so forced to try to make March Madness happen despite what's going on in front of them. They didn't even cancel. Uh, if you remember after the NBA canceled, they played a game the next day, right? They, they played a, a Big East tournament game, and then at halftime, they decided to tell everybody to go home and the players that this isn't a good idea. That's how late they were to the party. And, again, I don't think that if it weren't for uh, Duke – and uh, Kansas saying that, oh, you're having a tournament? That's nice because we're not coming. Uh, it wasn't until then that they finally decided that they were going to cancel the tournament. So I thought that of all the sports, uh, the NCAA, when it came to uh, basketball, w- was late to the party. But anyway, here's the problem I have with this whole idea. And it's it's a nice gesture. I get it. How in the world, when you have new teams and new players, how many players are going to be on the team? How many players are going to get playing time? It really adds to a, a dilemma. It's nice if those kids are graduated, right? You're given another year of eligibility. I'm talking about seniors. How does that do anything for them? I'm done. I'm out I'm of job. I'm not at school anymore. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, but they, if you're going on a scholarship, if you're still getting your scholarship
1: taken, and, and I don't, I can't see any school saying we're taking a scholarship away from you. Uh, you're going to be at school. You're going to be in Club Med. You're going to be what I would have loved to do in college. Wait, a minute, I could just play a sport and not have to go to class. I mean, I did the whole thing about not going to class anyway. When all I had to do was go to class. But I mean, this is going to be Club Med for the kids. Hey, another year. We're going to get to go through. I'm going to get to play. Maybe I'll take a couple classes. I'll, I'll start working towards my master's or something what? else. Yeah, but really? who knows? Who knows? And, and I
3: don't know, but I might not get any playing time, or or not as much, because they weren't really counting on me. Now I'm back, but well, then you can say no. You can say no and say, you know what? I'm
1: I'm I'm cool with not playing. I wasn't going to play, and I'm I'm moving on with my life, and I'm going to go get a job.
3: I mean, they're not going to make you play.
1: So if you don't want to,
3: you can leave. I guess it's different because I I got out of school. I actually left school early. I've done enough. I did summer school every year. So at Southern Connecticut State University in beautiful New Haven, a great college town, I, in, in my senior year, Jason, I needed five credits to graduate. Never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great school. We had two NFL coaches come out of Southern Connecticut. Can you name them? Oh, two NFL coach. No,
1: best player from my high school went to Southern Connecticut. Is that right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he's graduated there. Uh, this is like in the this is like in the uh, in the late eighties. He went. He went there. Graduated from there.
3: It, uh, um, Kevin Gilbride, who oh, coached yeah, the yeah. Chargers, and yeah. was the Giants offensive coordinator, got, right? Got punched in the face, yeah. Yes, by uh, Buddy Ryan. Uh-huh. He should have whacked that guy. But anyway, <laughs> and and when the Browns came back as an expansion team, I always forget his name. Chris Palmer was oh, the yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah so it was those the OC guys, and then the coach, yeah. yeah. Yep, those two guys coached at Southern Connecticut. But anyway, so, so I, I left school early to go get a job. Uh, I left school after uh, the fall semester, and then I came back to graduate in May, but I left and took a job as a sports writer in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, at the Wilkesbury Times Leader. And so I'm just saying to stick around, like if you if you have your graduation, you have your credits, you really think people will stick around for an, I I just don't see it. Well, I don't well, see most people unless they're, unless they're trying to improve something, some stock or something. But other than that, who would stick around if you have your graduation credits and if you could start a career?
1: All right, well, first of all, I remember when you skipped and you left early because Mel Kuyper had a good grade on you. I was hoping <laughs> the New York Post would draft you because that's where I was, but then you didn't wind up going there. I was a little upset. But uh, the second, look, I look at it this way. You're going to work the rest of your life. Right, when you get out of college, you are going to work the rest of your life, whatever it is. And, and there may be times when you work. There may be times if you get let go or you leave a job and you do not work, but you're going to work again, and you are going to work for the rest of your life. So if I'm 21 and it's you know if if I have a great job lined up and this is gonna be the last time I get to play softball or I got I got to make a choice obviously, but if I'm going to work anyway, I can spend time trying to figure stuff out and have one last year of playing sports and I can have the proper goodbye to it and not feel like my life is missing anything when I graduate and I move on and then then I go on and I get a job cuz I I got friends you know friends that we all know friends who you know at at different times in their lives or your lives that hey I you know I'm I'm getting let go from my job here I may be leaving my job here and I I always tell them the same thing I say you're going to work again you're going to work again soon at you know at some point and it you know don't let that stress you out you know it's going to happen what, what do you really think you're you're not going to work ever again you know you work hard you do a good job and you know you're going to you're going to work again you got to be positive about that but you're, you're you know you're mainly going to work you know that that's kind of what it is you got of college you get a job you work may not be exactly the job you want but you work to try to get there and you make the best of your life as you go through but you know if if I look at it that way because, you know, I'm going to work again. So I'm going to, you know, enjoy the five, a a gap year per se, which is what this would be. I'm going to enjoy it. And then I'm going to play lacrosse or I'm going to go win a national championship at Syracuse in lacrosse, do whatever I want to do. And then I'm going to go move on with my life.
3: Yeah. I, I guess I look at it. I looked at it as an advantage to me that I got out of school early. When I got out of school, I had five or six jobs to pick from. Uh, where where other people had to wait, you know, to finish the semester. So I was in an advantage because I got out at a different time than most. So, so I just looked at it totally different. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. I had a great time in college, you know, and I didn't feel like, oh, I want to stick around and, and live in the dorm. I wanted to get my career started. And I think it put me ahead of a lot of people when you don't when you have a chance to uh, jump out earlier. That's all. And I, maybe I'm a killjoy and and I'm, I'm not uh, the rah-rah co- college guy and, and, and I want to play lacrosse, even though it's not going to amount to anything once I'm done. I look at things a little different. And things happen in life. Uh, I'm sure people, when the United States pulled out of the 1980 Olympics, you know, you train your whole life. I'm sure there were other people who never got a chance to go back. You know what I mean? In the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Things happen, and you just got to sometimes go, yeah, I was in college. Uh, the whole, my whole senior year was, was, you know, disrupted by Rona because uh, we never got back to classes. Uh, graduation was suspended. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything. So, so I think I could accept it that that's the way it ended for me, and coming back and still trying to get some playing time when new players are coming on the team as well seems like it just creates a problem. I will, Even me, though I believe the NCAA did the right thing.
1: Let me ask you this. It, you, you know, you, your job where you sit right now, you, you haven't been in college in a few years. If you could go back knowing full well, here's how you did, you worked, you got up to where you are. If you can go back and have your last six months of your senior year in college, would you want to go back and take it? Um, knowing what I know now? Yeah, no, well, <laughs> no, but if you could go, knowing that, you know, hey, my career is going to be okay and I'm going to go on, and life is going to be okay. I, I think you'd go back and take that last six months. Man, if I didn't have my senior year of college, there's so many things I'd be like, wow. Just when I was starting to blossom as a as a kid and a person and, and, right. and enjoying things, and I was 21, and I could go to the bars for the first time and not have to worry about, is this guy going to throw me out? Is this guy going to throw me out? Right. Is no, going to throw me I, out? Is I was lucky because
3: my birthday was in January, so I did my my uh, before my last semester. You know, I was 21. But I guess the only thing I'm saying is uh, the other part is it's those those times were great and whatnot. But if you go into your senior year and you only need five credits, I was like basically doing nothing except for the five credits that I needed. And even professors would say to me, uh, Rob, you know, you haven't turned this in, you know, uh, you haven't done this. And then I would have to explain to them, I'm essentially graduated, but I need to have. 12 credits to stay in the dorms with my friends. And then once I spelled it out to them, they got it, and they were like, no problem, I got it. Twitter at how about a
1: fresca? Rob at Rob Parker FS1. Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Dan. That's today. We got Darren Rovell coming up a little bit. All the latest on the sports business, NBA, National Hockey League, NFL. What is next for them? But speaking of next, what is next for the NBA? One of the biggest NBA analysts says, "Yeah, when is this season going to start again?" We'll get to that coming up next. Keep it right here, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app.
1: Uh, Jeff Van Gundy, NBA analyst extraordinaire, former Knicks head coach, uh, said yesterday he believes the NBA is going to end up canceling their season. Now, Rob, there's every day I feel like there's a, a conversation where someone says we're optimistic we're going to play uh, we're going to cancel the season. We're going to play late. We have an idea of playing a full season. We have an idea of playing a partial season. And and I feel like I know we're still in the the early days of this, believe it or not, because you're like we're only two weeks into to you know quarantine life and everything else. But I, I gotta feel like at some point we have to stop asking the. I mean, is it going to be every day where it's. Uh, when when is sports coming back? When is sports coming back? I feel like that's been the default question now for like two weeks since the seasons have been postponed and 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 stopped for a while. And I feel like every day, I mean, can we really keep asking this question every single day? When's it coming back? What's an idea for it to come back? I feel like you know that's been like every single day so far has been okay. When's it coming back? And it's I think people have to realize it's 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 going to be a while. You know, we're still in March. I mean, it's a, the days go slow. I get it, and we're going to go through all the way through April. We got a whole month to to navigate with the new normal. But I mean, every day I feel like it's hey, when's it coming back? When's it coming back? I can tell you, no matter what you hear from anybody, it's going to be a while. And and I think that's the best answer that we can give. That's the most accurate answer.
3: No, I agree, and I think people are just um, you know so anxious, and this is so uncharted waters for us in this country, especially when you talk about sports and how big of a part of our fabric uh, sports is. So I think that that's why people keep, but but I'm with you. I mean, I, I have friends in Virginia who yesterday, they, they have a, basically a lockdown order that now extends to June 10th. I mean, like you said, we're not even in April yet. They already have a June 10th. They've extended what they consider to be a lockdown for the state And just thinking of that date right there, and my God. And then from the White House itself, they're talking about up to 200,000 Americans could die from this. And you know where the number is now. So there's a long way to go to get to 200,000 if that's what it is. So there's no way. I think Van Gundy's right. I think the longer the players sit out, the harder it will be, Jason, to to get them back. Uh, Okay, we're going to be off for three or four months and then have a training camp and then try to continue the season and then wreck the next season after that because you'll have to back that up. So do you want to wreck two seasons or one season? So I think Van Gundy's more realistic than most people and I get the NBA uh what a what a horrific year it will be if this wipes out their season. They lost a ton of money with the whole China incident that happened, right? And now they have this on the second. This could be a disastrous uh, situation for the NBA financially and that's why they're so desperate to even try to think about neutral site uh, I mean a uh, you know an isolated site and bringing the players there no fans just to broadcast so that they can get the TV money that's out there right and, and that's what that's what I think is the big is is the biggest domino
1: that's gotta be that, that leagues have to get over? But specifically for the NBA, because because think about it this way, all right. Now they're, they're going to try to do anything they can to play this season, whether it's in front of no fans. They're gonna you know have these bubble city ideas where the couple of cities they can put all the players in and and they can play there. And certainly you know the TV money is a very big deal. But at some point, let's just say it takes a while, right? Let's say it takes a while for them to come back. And You were talking about the odds of them canceling a the season. So when they do come back, it's going to be a very short end of the regular season, and then it will be a playoffs. And let's just say that goes – let's say they can't come back until late in the summer, and you're talking about getting into, you know, September until they can crown a champion, all right? If they do that, you still need an off season, right? And you're not now – probably not going to start until the beginning of 2021. How many owners are going to say, is it worth it?" – all right, you're talking about wrecking two seasons – We're already lost so much money off of this 2020 spring campaign. And now we're talking about losing way more because now this is not just the eight teams in each. Conference that are going to be in the playoffs that you're now talking about taking away all kinds of home games for every team in the NBA. If you're playing a shortened season that begins in January, if you're playing 55 games, if you're playing 50 games, or I mean, because you're not going to go have another year where okay, we're going to start in January now we're going to now we're going to finish in 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 late August and then next year we're going to start a little bit. I mean, you want to be able to start next season as normally as you can. I think a lot of owners are going to say, okay, we lost all this money. And are we going to make back enough? Is it going to be worth it to come back and have this truncated type of of playoff when we could just cancel the season and start everything new in the fall and we can have a later summer league and and then we get all our home games and and all the games are on TV and nothing is going to be disrupted and we're back to a normal way of life. And I I think that's where something I could see the owner saying, yeah, maybe canceling the season might be the best thing.
3: I I agree with you. I I just think... I know we all want games on and at any expense right now, right? We would love to have uh, be watching the NBA as it winds down. You know, March is usually our, one of our favorite months. Baseball starts, March madness. NBA starts to get ready for the playoffs, right? The games matter a little bit as teams vie for the playoffs. March is a big, big month, and it's just come and gone, and uh, we didn't really get what we were looking for. Uh, so, so I do get that part, but I'm with you. How many seasons do you really want to wreck and push back? And, and I, and then isn't there, uh, Olympics basketball right next year now. Mm -hmm. So, So, so you have to factor that in. How does that work, uh, compared to where we were? So there's a lot of stuff. I think you, you see how far this goes. And if you can salvage the season because you can start in June, then okay. You try to salvage it. As much as you can or maybe you start the playoffs after two weeks of like a training camp or something to get people back in shape. Because think about it, Jason, you can't even go to gyms or work out. If if you're a pro athlete, unless you have a gym in your house, I know you do as a big time radio star. You might have your own personal gym. Oh, sure, I, gym.
1: I, I go down to the gym every day. I, I go and I do squat. You you see how uh, Michael B. Jordan worked out in Creed two? That's my workout every day. Oh, is that true? There yeah. you go. Yeah, I one got, of
3: these days I hope to get there. Yeah,
1: I do the whole thing with the chains and everything and pushing the tires. Oh, that's me every day. Joining us now on the hotline for more on this sports business reporter at Action Network. You can follow him on Twitter at Darren Ravel. It's Darren Ravel. Darren, what's happening, man?
2: What's happening? I got two of my six-year-old twins, and we're uh, we've started kindergarten for the day.
1: Wow! wow. So is it you're are you doing the homeschool and everything? Yeah, he's uh, the kinder,
2: kindergarten teacher, try to right? Do, I try to do. I try to get down early. Try to get them through, you know, cutting paper and gluing things. And, uh, you know, we try to do as much as we can. And then when something comes up, I I do my thing. But, yeah, no, it's the real the real deal, homeschooling. It's crazy.
3: It's a crazy time we live in. We were just talking about uh, Jeff Van Gundy and his prediction, or just him talking, saying that he believes the NBA season just, you know, will be canceled eventually. Uh, where are you on that and the NBA? I get the, the financial part darren i mean a lot of money mm-hmm. china first and now this It's it's been a disastrous year for the nba uh are, are they going to try to play because of the financial part or do you think that they'll wind up pulling the plug
2: i mean i'm a i'm a big data guy i spend my day looking at data and numbers and obviously there's a tremendous amount of numbers being thrown about um, not from the financial side but how bad this is going to be and You know, I I, I just think every day is its own day. I mean, we are like, it's amazing how everything goes on and you're looking at like what happens in a day. And the University of Washington has projections on this thing that I like, and it says when it's going to begin, when it's going to end, in each of the states and whatever. And that's the projections that, that I'm looking at. And yeah, you can see where are they going to have it? Like where, if the NBA, where where are they going to bring it? What what city are they going to bring it? What state are they? I do like the idea of a self contained area where the entire league goes. I I almost think like that's the only solution at this point. Yeah.
1: Is so. there when when we talked about the this a couple seconds ago? Obviously the the you know the bubble cities having having them play here. If it takes a while for them to come back and suddenly that – that gets really into next year and suddenly it, you're looking at maybe a 55 game season if you're going to finish on time and get back on a normal timeline for the Nba are, are the owners going to be going to be down with that because I, I can see them saying hey you know just to finish this year we've already lost so much money now we're going to be losing even more money if we only have you know if um, we're losing all these home games next year and all this revenue let's just cancel the season and start next year on time and that way at least we're all back to normal and we're all you Know making money again, getting back to where we were.
2: Well, I know what they don't want to do. They don't want to start it up and then stop it and say we can't do this. I know there's legitimate concern with hoisting a championship during a time where there's a peak somewhere in the U.S. and it seems like it's insensitive now. I mean, that's we have to go on with our business. I mean, this this is the tough thing with with all businesses, and it was what Donald Trump was trying to get at. I don't think he did it that well. And and honestly, I'm not sure there's a right way to say it, right? Because when you consider the economy and where we are right now, you know the the amount of mental health suicides, things that are going to happen because of where we are in our economy right now versus this virus, it's it's hard to, you know, like make a choice. Like you don't want to say like, we're not going to fight against human life and try to, and try to keep people alive. And at the same time, it's like, well, how do you, how do you go on in this? And I think, I mean, that's, that in general, it's much bigger than sports, obviously. And it's much bigger than what the NBA owners are going to lose. It's just, what happens to the people? Are people going to come back? I definitely think we have no crowds. I mean, if the NBA season returns, there's no crowds. Definitely no crowds. So I'll agree with Van Gundy on that. Uh, uh, no crowds. But but he thinks it's all off. I don't think that's necessarily true.
3: The the other part is I I guess and I understand the the economy part, but if people are dying at the at the rate that we're talking about you know, and then you're asking people to go, you know, after you told them not to work, right, to go back out there, and then people aren't traveling, you know, hotels aren't full, Vegas is shut down. How do you get people, you know what I mean? I, I get one part of it, but the hit that people are taking financially themselves, who's going on vacation? Who's checking into a hotel? Who's doing anything? Who's going shopping? Yeah, all, the,
2: all those right? all those, all those all those places are gone. I mean there's, there's not going to be vacations for a while. You know, there's not going to be, yes, I know you're saying that, Hey, the economy already is what it is. You're going to now go back to work. I mean, in order for people to go back to work in New York, in order for me to go back to work in New York, I need some real information as right. to like, do, do you, do you, if people get it, do they, we still don't know a hundred percent that if people get it, they have complete immunity. But how do you then like, how do you then like test people? i know in china they have these cards and if you if 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 you're clear you can get into a building it will go green it, it's connected to you it's connected to what you have your you know everything that you've you've had and if you're okay you you get into a building that's not going to happen here there's privacy concerns and everything else but so you got to know about immunity and and you got to know about like what like are we just gonna if I'm going to work am I just gonna go get it I'm just getting it like what 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 am I doing and obviously there's new rules but are is is the is my editor who sits two feet away from me now gonna sit six feet away from me I, I don't know you know what I mean so there's so much to go through here and so much to unpack and I don't know what the solution is but you're right I mean McKinsey came out with a report yesterday and said travel is going to be down the travel industry is going to be down 51 percent. Uh, when we start this up again, so half the amount of flights are going to be going, and
3: we, everything. We is could gonna be we redefined. could lose, Darren. We could lose some airlines. I mean, agreed, you know what agree, I agreed. agreed. Hey, listen, listen, Rob. It's it's it's
2: all about what is the government willing to subsidize? Yeah. What you know? What uh, should the government subsidize? Cruise lines? Is that of? National enjoyment, national concern. Should the government subsidize StubHub or any like? It, it's possible that StubHub, Vivid Seats, SeatGeek, all those guys could go out of business. All of
3: them. How about so how, how do about we
2: deal with the secondary market? Are we are we back to scalpers at the games again?
3: And what about Magic City in Atlanta and the strip clubs? I mean, people, are you going in there?
1: I like that's how you went to right away first Absolutely. away, Rob. You now, right I, there. I
3: I would say I
2: would say I do think that there's going to be an over-index in uh, spending for enjoyment. So I feel like you know, obviously I cover gambling. I
3: right. feel
2: like even though people have had it now have less money to deal with, I think that they're especially coming out of this and being home, they're going to want to enjoy themselves. I think sports gambling comes back to a level that other businesses don't come back to because there's going to be an over-index. And you know what? I want to spend my money on enjoying my life more now.
1: You can follow him on Twitter, at Darren Ravel. That is at Darren Ravel, sports business reporter, Action Network. Good uh, stuff. All the latest there. Darren, as always, appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the rest of your day in kindergarten.
2: Lot lot of lot of cutting and pasting. Right, <laughs> there you go. I remember <laughs> kindergarten. I,
3: I, I, you know what? This is a true story. I I, I used to uh, come they used to give us two cookies and milk, you know, for your little snack. And I used to I had a younger sister, two years younger, I used to bring one of the cookies home for her in a napkin when I was in kindergarten. My mom told me that story. <laughs> we uh we we said no to a school for my daughter
1: because when we met kindergarten teacher we went and you know you go you go to uh, uh you go take tours of schools, you know, for for kindergarten and for, you know, for right. elementary school. And I we went to this one school and we really liked it. And, uh, you know, they went and they, they showed us this, the class that the one guy was teaching and they actually had a, a thing where, you know, you would see but be with this teacher for, like, English and math and another teacher for social studies. And, you know, whatever you did is as, in kindergarten. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And we got to talk to the teacher after. And I crossed a school off my list because he says, yeah, you know, I do everything. You know, writing is my is my forte and teaching the kids to read and write and all the stuff on the walls look great oh that's great he goes you know i I do math with them too i'm not great at it but i do math with them and i said you're you're a licensed teacher and you're not great at kindergarten math yeah something's wrong and i'm like okay yeah you know what Uh, i'm like how how could you how could you be a teacher and not be good at teaching kindergarten math don't I don't know. <laughs> Other than one and one is two, I'm not so
3: sure what else they're doing. I mean, you're, at, you're
1: identifying numbers up from zero to nine. You're learning how to write them, and you're learning how to do basic addition and subtraction. I'm like, okay, so you're not good at that. Okay, great. Now, I'm not saying I'd be great at it either, but this is a licensed teacher. Someone's been doing it for a yeah, while. I know. You know, I'm, I'm not great at it. I'm like, well, If you're not great at, at kindergarten math, I, I don't know, man. That was tough. Uh, but I, I do like Rob how you went right from uh, we went, you know, we went right from the cruise lines to the strip clubs, well, I'm where, you know where you spend most of your money. I, I'm, I'm glad. Yesterday that, uh, was yeah. a
3: Magic City Monday on yes. the Odd I- Couple. Yeah, you know that's the- a tradition. <laughs> that that that's a tradition in Atlanta. Don't forget that.
1: No, I like how you have Magic City Monday and Worship Wednesday. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like you know. I think you should separate those by a little bit more. You know during the week, like maybe Magic City Monday is Monday, and then like well, like Worship Friday or something. Yeah. Just separate it by a couple more days. I think.
3: We'll think about that.
1: Twitter it out about a fresco. Rob and Rob Parker, FS1. Thanks a bunch of Darren Nevelle for stopping by. Uh, Coming up next, got a story out of the National Football League where one team may just be in denial as to how good they're going to be next season. That's coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes on a scheduled week of vacation. They'll be back next week. And uh, we got a a big story we're going to get into coming up in about 10 minutes, but this because, look, of all the NFL stories that we've been covering since free agency began to, to help distract us from everything else going on, there's been no bigger story than the Patriots and Tom Brady who really just took over the entire news cycle. Well, yesterday, Matthew Slater said that the Patriots have a great opportunity and their standards don't change. Quote, the pillars that we stand upon, they don't change at all. This is what he said on a conference call, Slater, one of the Patriots' captains. Now, Rob, I I will say, yes, Belichick is going to be rejuvenated this year. He's going to be motivated to try to show people, hey, watch me without – you think Tom Brady? Watch me. Watch this. Watch what I do with this bunch of guys that people have lowered expectations for. And the Patriots are still a team that won 12 games last year. You're taking Brady away who did not have a great season – but I, I think the reality for this team this year is that if, if they're 500-ish and kind of contending for a while in the AFC East, I think that that's about the best you can look at to say, all right, I can see that as being feasible for them this season.
3: I, I think you're right on the money there. I, I think they did. Other than falling off the cliff, right, and being 3-13 or something like that with Brady gone the first year, that would be the only way. If they're in the mix – 500, 8-8, uh, 9-7, eight eight, or somewhere around there, I think people look at it and go, oh, okay. And you're right, Bill Belichick should be rejuvenated. First of all, the quarterback who he wanted to replace, Tom Brady, was in the Super Bowl this past year, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's where where Belichick got a little bit of leverage with, the, with ownership and Bob Kraft by saying, see this guy right here? This is what I was trying to tell you two or three years ago. And I get it, you know, and you, you didn't want to listen. and We wound up losing him. Now we have to do it. And I think they, they looked at that and said, okay, let's let this guy do what he does. We're living in the past on Tom Brady, a guy, quarterback, who's going to be 43 this year. I think people are so – because even last year, Jason, when they were 8-0, that was the worst 8-0 team I had ever seen. And I said it back then at that time. And I know they won 12 games. But they lost to the good teams and they str- struggle with the good teams. And they beat up a lot of bad teams, which is not their fault. They're on the schedule. But I don't think that the uh, Patriots are going to totally disappear or fall off the cliff. I think that they'll be competitive. And this is what Bill Belichick is living for. There's a legacy thing here. Despite the six championships, and and, and I always include the, the cheating as well. That's a part of their legacy as well, but – if Bill Belichick somehow, some way can turn this around without Tom Brady and make them respectable, I don't know, do they need to win a Super Bowl, get to a Super Bowl, or do something without Tom Brady, that would, that would work for Bill Belichick and, and his legacy. And if Tom Brady can do that with Tampa, same thing, or if Tom Brady's a flop in Tampa, then people say, see, the Patriots were right, he was an old quarterback. And, and, and Jason, here's the other part. Only two teams were vying for his his services, and let's be honest. And that was the Chargers and Tampa Bay. Look at all the teams that needed quarterbacks. Carolinas, right, got a quarterback. The Titans re signed Tannehill. Um, and who else am I thinking? There was, a, you know, there was like, and the Colts. There yeah. were like three jobs open where people could have easily looked and said, let's just put Tom Brady there. And instead, uh, Carolina went with Bridgewater. And, and, and um, even the Colts who took uh, Phillip Rivers, who had an awful year last year. We're talking about bad years. That was a bad year. So a lot of teams balked at Tom Brady. Well, I, I
1: I think there's much more of a Shaq versus Kobe after Shaq left the Lakers. Who gets the first championship? Who wins the basketball war in the end? Because look, Shaq won first, but then Kobe went to three straight finals. He won two, so you can debate you know, who the winner of, of that was. I'll, I'll say Kobe was the winner in the long run now that we have time to look back in history, but that's absolutely what's going on right now is is who can win more. Is, is it going to be Brady that can win without the Patriots or the Patriots winning without Brady? I think it's interesting that this year the patriots have kind of deciding to hey you know we're not going to go all in and we're going to try to do it we're going to kind of rebuild we're going to get our quarterback of the future at some point in the draft and and move on look they're not signing anybody they didn't get anybody else to come in so they're taking a look we're not we'll let tom go knock himself out and try to win because he's got to win his football mortality is a year or two where belichick can say hey i'm in this for a while you know so hey we're not going to try to win this year just see what I can do with no players on this team and you, you you tell me who you think is having the better first couple of seasons after brady trying to win there with all the win now pieces or us starting over here in new england
3: i agree and and the time is it brady has the fleeting time there's no doubt about it especially jason it could just be one year depending on how he plays right mm-hmm. it, it it could be even though they're on the hook for a lot of money. It could be just this year. Twitter at
1: how about a Fresca, Rob at Rob Parker FS1. Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan in the Den. That's coming up today. Got a big story out of the NBA and a big question for you. That's coming up next.
0: Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.